the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter. Pharisees came up and, in order to test Jesus, asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her away. And Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And they were bringing children to him, that he might touch them. And the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and blessed them, laying his hands on them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from one and only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, thanks to my health insurance, I can get access to a gym membership really easily. Not only that, but I have access to videos online so I can do stuff at home, so I can work out at home. It's a wonderful gift that they give me. I, it, I know it's not a gift. I pay for insurance, right? But... Oh, it's wonderful. I'm, I'm not sure where my membership card is at the moment, but I'm sure they'll let me in when I go. I didn't really like the elliptical machines there. and I, You know, the, the free weights weren't that great. It's always kind of a mess. But I enjoy going. I, I don't remember the last time I went, though, but I'm in pretty good shape overall. I'm doing pretty well. I'm pretty healthy. I, I know I don't eat my vegetables, really. I really like sweets chips, the, the occasional adult beverage. And, you know, I don't really remember the last time I went to the gym, but like I said, I'm really healthy overall. I'm sure I'll last, I have a gym membership, so I'm sure I'm good. I'm good to go, right? Real healthy. I'll be okay. My kids don't know where it's at, but they have a membership too. You know, when they get older, if they decide they want to go work out and be healthy, I'm, I'm sure they'll enjoy the gym as much as I sometimes enjoy it. I'm really doing pretty good. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, I should go. I know, I know. I, I should go. I just, I'm so busy. I mean, at home when I have those videos, I, I get, I know, last night I watched most of the White Sox game and a few episodes of a show on Hulu. And, but we had, you know, we had dinner and the kids were around and it's just, it's just life, it just got busy. And so I, I'm, I'm sure I'll be okay though, right? Right? Okay. Yeah, we're all good, aren't we? All right, well, feel better about myself. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's all good. Oh. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? How shall I be healthy if I neglect such a great gift? If 
I don't take care of it, if I don't use it, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It's been a gift given to us, given to us by Jesus Christ, given to us by shedding his own blood, giving of his own life on a cross, given to us freely because God loves us and wants what's best for us. How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation as that? If we never use it, if we simply feel we're confident in our salvation because of our baptism, because at one point some years ago we confessed we believe in Jesus before others, that we became a member of a church where, you know, card-holding members, and we're all good, right? How are we going to escape if we neglect that salvation? Because out there in the world it's full of sweets, things that we enjoy that aren't healthy for us, things that our flesh desires that aren't good for us, things that we ought not indulge in, but we do. If we neglect our salvation, we're hopeless. St. Paul once said, work out your own salvation. And a lot of people misread that. They say, oh, that means I got to, I've got to earn my salvation. Well, if I'm going to the gym and I'm working out my muscles, did I earn my muscles? They were given to me, weren't they? I have muscles. Now I work them out to strengthen them so I can be better in serving, so I can be better in helping. That's what our faith is. It's a gift given to you. And now St. Paul says, work it out. Strengthen it. Increase it. Serve others. Go to church. Hear his word. Pray. Work out your faith. It's not something you can just have and put aside and let it sit there for years on end without use and then pull it out someday and think it's going to be there for you and think it's going to be a wonderful thing. You're going to struggle. It's a gift that we work on, that we continue to work on. Gifts are things that God loves to give. He loves to give us gifts. But then he asks us to take care of it, whether it's creation or whether it's family. As he said with Adam, he gave Adam all of, all of the world to care for, to be a good steward of. He brought all the animals to Adam that he would name them. And then Adam said, well, there's not one here that's like me. And so God made woman. And he brought the woman to man. He gave them to each other. And says, finally, here is one that's like me. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. In Hebrew, man is ish, woman is isha. You can almost hear Adam going, ah, here's the one. I'll call her isha. That's the one, the gift that God gave to Adam. And then, what? He's supposed to take care of it, right? He's supposed to take care of this wonderful gift. Even in Genesis 2.25, at the end, it says, the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. We always just think outwardly. Oh, they weren't ashamed of their bodies. This was, means they were open in everything, their thoughts, their desires, everything. They knew everything about each other and they were not ashamed. This is before the fall into sin. This is before sin entered the world. This is in paradise, in perfection. They were not ashamed to be with each other. They were not ashamed of anything. They knew each other fully, 
and we're not ashamed of anything. Our marriages are not that way anymore because of sin. We don't just wear clothes because of shame, but we hide thoughts. We hide things that we say. We hide desires that we have from our significant other because we're ashamed, ashamed of our sin. We know the desires are wrong. We know the thoughts are wrong. That's why we go to our friends and we complain to them and not to our spouse because we know it's wrong. And that's going to cause a lot of trouble if we complain to our spouse, isn't it, guys? Notice I say guys. <laughs> Adam and Eve were created perfect. They were given to each other. And it was a gift they were supposed to take care of. And we know how the story goes. Eve was tempted, but where was Adam? Right next to her. Adam, who was with her. They both ate and sin entered in, and then they became ashamed, and they tried to cover themselves. They couldn't cover themselves, so God had to come in and cover them. God made the first sacrifice on their behalf and made clothes for them, and then they were sent out to the Garden of Eden, and ever since then, in this creation, in this world, we've dealt with sin and struggles. We're now ashamed, even with our spouse. Even though the two have become one flesh, we hold back thoughts we don't reveal desires, we struggle. And so marriage is something that takes work. But then we get this wonderful psalm, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. You see, God built Adam, God built Eve, He brought them together. God gave you life, He built you in the womb. Your spouse, He gave life, He brought the two of you together. Unless he continues to build it, you're building in vain. Unless he continues to work with you, you work in vain. Unless you continue in your faith, your faith is in vain. Continue to work on it. Continue to hear God's word, to study his word, to pray, to praise, to give thanks, to serve, to love, to care. All this in the name of Jesus. Because unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. God has given you a great gift. Do not neglect that gift. In Mark 10, 14, children were seen as a wonderful thing. The, the families were bringing the children to Jesus that he might bless them. The disciples said, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't bother him. And Jesus was indignant. Indignant. How dare you stop these children from coming to me? Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them. Bring them to me. Why? Because unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Because the kids, to them, belongs the kingdom of God. To understand exactly what that means, children were seen as not a gift, but as a burden on a family. Until they could help out around the house, until they could help out in the fields, they were just a burden. And our culture sees it that way again. We put off having kids later and later and later in life so that we can have our fun, have our enjoyment. We see kids as a burden. Well, once we have kids, well, there goes life. For the next 18 years, I'm in this jail with kids. It's the way the culture looks at kids now. And they don't want to bring them to God to bless them. They're, they're content to not have them. And God says, no, this is a gift. Salvation is a gift. And it's given to you. It belongs to children. It belongs to all of us, the children of God. 
and He wants to bless. The Lord builds the house. He brings the two together. He unites them in marriage. He blesses them with children. He continues to build through that family. Family is the first place where God builds His kingdom. As children are brought to the font to be baptized, they're given to God, not just to bless, but to be brought into His family, into His kingdom, to be given new life. Children need that life just like you and I need that life. Children are born sinners just like you and I were born sinners. They need the new life God gives to them. And so we bring them to the font that God might give them that life. But then they can't become like my gym membership card that grows dusty over here and never gets used. They must continually be brought and told of Jesus. They must continually be taken care of and worked with. They must continually be raised in the faith lest we neglect it. How would they escape if we as parents neglect that great salvation? How are we going to escape if we neglect that salvation given to us? We neglect it a lot. It gets very neglected. But thanks be to God, He didn't just give that gift and then say, good luck. He gives that gift and then He invites you to come to Him again and again that He might strengthen that gift, that He might renew it, that He might give you His body and blood once again to renew your strength, that He might remind you of the life given to you, that He might proclaim His Word to you. That gift of faith would be dusted off, renewed, made new once again. That's why we gather in church, to work out that gift of salvation, to strengthen that gift of salvation that we can go out in the world, the world that beats us down, that tempts us in every which way, to go out in the world and use that gift to love, to serve, to care for, to bring others in here that they might receive that gift of salvation also. We know there is only one way to heaven, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, the life. Apart from Him, there is no hope. Let us not neglect that gift of salvation He won for us by going to the cross, suffering and dying in our place, taking our sins upon Himself. Let us not neglect that gift this week, next week, for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name, we give all thanks and praise for that gift. Amen.